This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. Happy fucking New Year. Uh, we hope you guys all had a safe and pleasant New Year's. Hopefully the world hasn't ended by the time this actually comes out. You know. Oh, we got, got a new Y2K y- bullshit. Y2K22? Yeah. 2K22 bug? Some, some shit. Remember how crazed people were about that? They yes. thought everything was going to fucking... All because shit was going to go from 99 to 00. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, the computer's... Aren't going to understand that it's not 1900. Like, For all the kids listening, yeah. Y2K. Yeah, that's true. Was oh, people that's... were fucking going insane. Yeah, at the turn of the millennium, people thought that the clocks on computers were going to roll over from 99 to 00. Producer Rick, you remember that? Y2K? What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's too old to memories, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it rolled. They thought the clock was going to roll from 99 to 2000 or to 00. And the computers hadn't been programmed up to the year 2000. So they thought it was, they're like, the computers are going to think it's 1900 and they're all going to shut Nuclear down. Nuclear reactors are going to go they're, off. They're going to be like, we didn't exist in 1900. I'm like, fucking missiles. Were I don't know. Launch. To me, that doesn't make any sense. There was books on that shit. Oh, for sure. People like shut down, you know, shut down your computers. Barnes and Nobles, because we don't, we think the world's gonna end. Barnes and Nobles was making a shit ton of money on those books. Barnes and Nobles was around before Amazon was selling. Yeah, books. exactly. Yeah, you used to be able to buy these things called books. Uh, Left well, to right, it, turn the page. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're made of paper, which is ground up trees. Someday this episode is gonna age really well, and people are gonna be like, "What are these guys talking about? What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> They're already like that." But we thank you for listening anyway. Uh, if you're joining us fresh into the year 2022, we do appreciate that. Um, we appreciate you liking and subscribing. That's the best way to support us. We really appreciate that. It's a little like and subscribe. It's all free down on the YouTubes or on the Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. However you listen or watch your podcast. If you want to take it to the next level, get the start the year off with a bang, Make it your New Year's resolution to support us on Patreon. Nerdswithfriendspatreon.com. Fuck yeah. Patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. This episode is brought to you by Waterloo since Hint never got back to us, so Waterloo. <laughs> I wish it was brought to you by Diet Pepsi. We'd be making some real money. I'd quit my job. Yeah, Bud Light never got back to us. No, mm-hmm. Was it Bud Light? Yeah, Limeritas. Limeritas. Wow, that's well, th- they kind of got back to that's us. That's a throwback. They were like, have your they're, people talk to They're like, please people. get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop typing. Please stop emailing us. Tell us to get fucked. Yeah. Tell your people. <laughs> like, yeah, that's uh, handled by local guys. Maybe you could bother them instead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to be talking about some uh, potentially one of the worst movies of last year. Um, though I think one didn't Wonder Woman eighty four come out last year. Yes. Ooh. 
Rent? Uh, or, fuck, I don't know in which one. I don't know. The, the last two years have really blurred together. Yeah. Fucking I don't know when, when it started and when it's, when it's ever going to end. Um, but we're going to be talking about Matrix Resurrections, now available on HBO Max or in a theater near you. I'd recommend HBO Max because I would not want you to spend money on this. Well, movie. you technically do because you're unless yeah, you're true. borrowing it from someone else. Then. Uh, yeah, you're the real heroes. Um, so we're going to be giving our uh, review and an in-depth spoiler talk on that. Um, and we will let you know when when the spoiler talk is going to happen. Um, we're also going to give you a brief, uh, you know, intro to Book of Boba, which the first episode just premiered for us last night. Uh, for you guys last week um and uh i mean i guess we could kind of do that now uh we'll do a spoiler free review uh what, what are your thoughts so far on book of boba it's it was disney plus show i i, I guess i don't want to trash it because it was the first episode right. but i'm willing to continue yeah i'll say that um i want to see where it goes i mean john john favreau, favreau has brought us very far along with Star Wars, um, mm -hmm. and uh, Mr. Filoni as well has done us pretty good. So I'm gonna, you know, maybe it's a slow start. You know, it, I mean, are we gonna talk about the? I no, mean, it's been out for a week. Let's not. I, I don't think we should get too far into plot yet. But okay, know. well, something happens that everyone knows what happened, <laughs> and it was just kind of like I didn't feel like it needed to be shown. Oh, the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets out of the Sarlacc pit. I mean, that's not a spoiler because we know that happened. Right, right. That's what I was like. Right? I don't know if it needed to be shown because we all we know what happened. It was yeah. kind of fun seeing it. Like, I, I, I didn't mind that so much. Um, you know, basically, here's what I'll say is I had very low expectations for that show. And it met it. Um, <laughs> and it, no, I mean, it's it passed those low expectations, I guess. Because now I actually want to see episode two. Right, right. Like, when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, dude, I do not care about this at all. And it was a weird feeling. Because it was like, ooh, it's new Star Wars, and I'm normally all about it. But it just, like, I have no interest in Boba Fett being a crime boss on Tatooine. Like, that well, does not... because you've always hated Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I don't necessarily hate him. I just... You don't get why I don't understand the big deal about him, right? Um, I... I liked his return in the Mandalorian because I think that's a cool part of the Mandalorian story. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't need that much more of him, but I will say so far what they've showed of him being like a crime boss and the, the escaping the Sarlacc pit seems like we're going to be doing like a flashback, you know, slash present day kind of narrative throughout the, the season. So I don't know. The flashbacks seem kind of cool. You know? I'm curious to where it's going to go because they have the character walking in a very fine line where he was definitely a villain in the you know the original Star Wars. Mando started off villain. You're kind of like, oh, okay, maybe you know he misunderstood and maybe we didn't get him. And now it's like, oh, he's walking that fine line of villain again. And his dad was 100% villain in yeah. the prequels. So it's like it's a weird like balancing act. But we'll, we'll see. I'm willing to give it a chance. I mean – one thing with him is he was always a bounty hunter, right? Which, I mean, um, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily like uh, he's not a bad guy for being a bounty hunter. He's he's just kind of a bad guy for, like, how he treats, like, Han Solo and stuff like that, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you yeah, know, I mean, I maybe mean, that's just a personal grudge. And, you know, Han Solo's kind of a dick sometimes, you know? 
But he's, he's a likable dick. He's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking cool. Because uh, so yeah, Mando's a bounty hunter, but you, yeah. we never dislike him like, yeah. at all. So. We like him from the start. So, yeah, maybe he, you know, maybe he got a bad rap, and they're trying to change the narrative on him a little bit. But check it out. I think you know, watch it, make your own opinions. We'll do like a season deep dive once it gets going a little bit more, maybe towards the end of it. Um, but yeah, you know, there's some cool stuff in it so far, um, and uh, I, I do like the flashback sequences more than the than the present day one yeah i mean like i don't give a shit about him being a crime boss (laughs) i i did think it was funny like this i don't know this might be light spoilers not really um but i like how you know he's like oh yeah i'm the new crime boss on tatooine now and um and he he's like everyone's trying to pay him tribute and they're like uh we're not going to do that like wait what but i'm the crime boss yeah you haven't done anything well there was one guy who didn't want to pay in fact He was just like, well, actually, that guy was pretty funny. Hopefully, they bring him back. But he yeah. was a Twi'lek or what are they called? Yeah, Twi- Twi'lek. Yeah, he was. Uh, he showed up and he's just like, oh, I can see how he could misunderstand by, by the email. <laughs> but we're actually not going to pay you any tribute. We just wanted to say welcome, and uh, you know, you know, we were expecting a tribute from you, perhaps. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> And before that, he's like, oh, uh, it's nice to meet you, you know, mayor of this area. And he's like, I can understand why you think <laughs> yeah. I'm the mayor. Yeah. But I'm not actually the mayor. Yeah, I'm, I'm not actually the mayor. I'm like his his assistant. I'm the secretary. You weren't important enough yeah. to have the mayor come. That was pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Let us know what you think of it. Um, I'll be keeping up with it just because I love Star Wars. But uh, I had low, low expectations. But so far, I'm like, I'm all right with it so far. Now let's get to the real nitty-gritty and do some nerdy confessions where we confess things that make us nerds. Christian, what's your nerdy confession? My any, nerdy any confession. Any cool nerdy Christmas stuff? Um, Aside from what we did on the show. Fuck, now you put me on the spot. Um, I got an art book for um, Mando. That was kind of cool. That's cool. Um, no, because me and the missus just gave each other's gifts super early. Oh, I got some cool. She got me some dope. Uh, D&D soap with actual it's it's shaped like a 20 a 20 D, D, D20 D20 and it has a uh, dice inside so like oh so once you use all the soap there's dice in it yeah so That's I'm just cool. gonna wash my hands really really well once yeah. <laughs> just then, to get the fucking dice then you're gonna have then you're gonna have fucking soap you know dice that you've rubbed your balls on exactly and my butt gotta clean butt. the butt <laughs> oh no I lost the D4 <laughs> oh no yeah. Def- oh, that'd be rough. Yeah, that'd be a rough one. I mean, any of them would be rough. D20 would be probably the, the best. Yeah, because it has it's more big, side. but it's smoother. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, not going to yeah. be as sharp. I, w- I wouldn't want a D4 or D6 in there. No. D8. Those Ooh, hard D8. edges. Pointy. 90 degree. You don't no, want thank those. thank you. No, thank you. But, nerdy confession, besides the gifts. Um, So, I binge-watched yesterday, stayed up to like 1 or 2 in the morning, um, watching the other Tiger King that I didn't know was out, which was about Doc, um, I forgot his name, the ponytail guy. Well, they're all, I was going to say the piece of shit person, but they're all fucking He's the leather shit. jacket guy? Yes, the fucking ponytail guy. And they go to, like, more into his background, and he was part of a cult. Oh, oh, that guy, the other tiger, like, the other, like, competing yeah. zoo owner. He was, like, basically. Not had, the guy who bought Tiger King's zoo. No, 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 that was the other garbage person. No, he was the one who had, like, the best looking like yeah, 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 sanctuary yeah. what he called but he was part of a cult where he was um consistently marrying 15 year old girls to have sex with them nice. and just like like 
going through the history of this garbage person, like, how is this guy not in fucking jail yet? Like, I mean, it's there's proof of all the stuff he did. He had children with 15-year-olds. Like, how is this guy not in fucking jail? Yeah. Um, like, and then, like, just, it's weird, like, just watching all these people who have these tigers. I'm wondering, do the tigers make you go crazy or only no. fucking insane people have tigers and like yeah, all these people def- it's definitely option b <laughs> only insane persons have tigers i mean well i mean how do we feel about uh, the guys from vegas what's their Siegfried name Siegfried and roy yeah the one who got attacked by fucking tigers yeah but do we know if they were fucking dicks or assholes they were probably crazy? fucking that tiger because they're crazy <laughs> we have no proof and the tigers are like enough's enough just no consent ate his face off but yeah it was just fucking nuts and i'm like all these people you know, towards the end, you always see they're either about to do jail time or they're in trouble with the law or, like, they're already in jail, like Tiger King. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, the only person who has yet to get in trouble is Carol fucking Baskin. Carol Baskin, the one who definitely fed her husband. Allegedly. 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 She definitely fucking did it, though. Yeah, um, she fucking did it, for sure. <laughs> but it's like she's not, like, I, I don't know if she's in trouble with the law. Uh, nope. I mean, she, she's obviously not in jail, but she's good. She she's really fucking good, yeah. and just like when when they have her on the she's screen, got the, she's got Peta on her side probably. I, but the thing to I me, it's like she's always talking shit about these other sanctuaries, and I'm like, bitch, you're doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, she just has a better spin on it, I guess, or yeah. a better PR team. I don't know. We're rescuing their tigers into our sanctuary. They have, which is also in the backyard in yeah. fucking Alabama. Same fuck. fucking cages, same fucking hot places where they're probably not getting but enough. But we love them more. <laughs> <laughs> same like I have a bunch of people, Not I'm not paying them, they're working for free. I have slaves who's taking care of them. Like, mm-hmm. it's just fuck. everything is the same. But she hasn't done any fucking jail. So I don't fucking get it. No one's trying to take her tigers away. I don't understand. I don't understand. Very strange. I'm yeah. gonna take those tigers. That'll be season three of Tiger King. When Carol Baskin finally gets her comeuppance. I guess. I something hope so. gets revealed. But uh, goddamn, those shows are good. I mean, I, I part like part of me feels a little gross that like I'm watching these people, but I'm like, I want to see them get what they deserve. Like, yeah. I want to see them get fucking arrested or like financially fucking ruined, you know? Yeah. Something. I, don't know. I will uh, uh my nerdy confession this year is or this <laughs> this year, yeah. First nerdy confession of the year. Um I recently started what on a suggestion from a friend of mine, Anthony. You know Anthony. Yes. Um, I started watching this documentary called It's either Power Up or Power On. Power On? Doesn't matter. It's one of those. It's on YouTube. It's like a six part documentary. Um, and each part is like forty minutes long, I think. So I'm about halfway through, but it's all about the creation and story of the Xbox. Okay. And it's very interesting. Um, I think I've watched three episodes so far of how they developed it, how the idea came about, how Bill Gates was like completely against it for so long. Hmm. And he was like, there's no way this works. We're never going to do this. Um, and, and he wh- was right. <laughs> they never caught up to fucking Sony. Well, when the original Xbox came out and then the Xbox 360, like those were seriously good selling systems. I would say, though, it was it was based purely, I would say, that they did well because Gears of War and Halo. Outside right. of those, tell me what was a good game that was on it. Um, well, there was other ones, too. I mean, there was uh, Fable, which was an Xbox exclusive. Forza is an Xbox exclusive. Um, I, there's, there was good games. They've fallen off recently. Like, Xbox One 
I think is a failure. And then so is, uh, uh, I mean, Series X, Series S remains to be seen. Um, and I will say that the Xbox Game and, Pass. And you grabbed one, right? Which I did. I, gra- I grabbed the Series S. Or? Uh, for Halo. Exactly. Yeah. But I will say this. Since I've gotten it, and I've, I've played around with the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is, it's 15 bucks a month. It gives you Xbox Live, which gold membership, which lets you play online, like PlayStation Plus, right? right? And it also gives you all these free games that you can just download for free. Um, and it's not like, you know, how PlayStation Plus gives you like three games a month and like two of them are pieces of shit that you don't want to play. Um, sure. This one, like day one games like Halo is on there. So I just get to play Halo. I didn't have to buy Halo. I didn't have to buy Gears of War. I don't have to buy any of the Xbox exclusive games. They're just for free on there um, for this monthly charge. And reminds me of the days when you used to get an NES and you got Super Mario and fucking Duck Hunt. Right. right exactly. Two games in the box. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's uh, I think they're fixing to make a comeback because they're embracing like the PC culture because game the Game Pass Ultimate you can also get for PC, which is cool. Um, so we'll see what happens, but it is very interesting to see like the conception of the Xbox thing and how like, you know, they were basically, uh, they were worried that the PlayStation, PlayStation two, uh, they were worried about Sony teaming up with the internet companies, right? Your phone company slash cable company and boxing Microsoft out of like the living room out of like being able to use the internet. What, like putting a monopoly on the internet? Like Exactly, yeah. Sounds illegal. Well, Microsoft basically put a monopoly on computers. Remember? No, there's Apple. At, at the time when the Xbox was coming out, Microsoft was on 90% of all PCs in the world. Micro, what, the... Windows. WordPress or like... No, the operating system. Really? 90%. 10% of people had Macs? Wow. Yeah. Or, well, you know, Macs slash Linux. Okay. okay. Right? So... That's a crazy figure to think about. Nowadays, it, things have evened out a little bit more, right? But at the time, Microsoft essentially had a monopoly on the personal computer. Um, so they were worried about Sony getting a monopoly on, like, internet connectivity kind of thing. So um, they they decided they were going to be the first. They wanted to get into the console world and... Um, essentially put high-speed broadband internet in their game console and be the first one to do that to to put their product to put windows or microsoft in the living room because up until that point sony owned the living room you had sony tvs sony vcrs sony dvd players receivers sony Sony camcorders sony receivers sony speakers everything was sony in the living room or they you know they had a large portion of the market share so microsoft was like no you know no computer company or software company has made their way into the living room so that was their whole goal and it worked out i mean um say what you will about xbox uh but they were a very successful game console they're still fairly successful um but uh obviously the playstation 5 has definitely uh it has a higher demand right now but I'd be curious to see a PlayStation one, like how they came about with the Sony PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I've seen an uh, NES one, which was interesting, and yeah. I saw like the Sega one, which is interesting. Um, but I'm curious to see a PlayStation. Another thing too that's cool about it is Microsoft wanted to be a very user friendly um, system to develop on for American developers because the 
the PlayStation was very hard to develop for because um, everything was in Japanese and you had to like translate it into Japanese. So it's very hard for American game companies to actually use it and develop games on it. So, you know, they, they, they did a lot for the gaming world and they revolutionized online gaming, you know. Do they still like modify like consoles? Because I remember like, I don't remember if it was a PS1 or PS2. Yeah, they, someone just jailbroke the PS4, I think. Okay. Just now? Just now, yeah. Yeah, they're, it's getting harder and harder to do that because they're not like, you know, they're, they're advanced supercomputers now. Like, I don't remember. If it was probably PlayStation 1, but I remember we took it to Mexico and we like legit took it to like a fucking shop. Yeah, you put in, the like, mod a, chip in yeah, it. Yeah, in yeah. a swap meet and they just open it up. You just see them with those like little soldering things that sh- like add yep. this little chip and now you can play anything. Right, exactly. Make it region free. Yeah, I remember that. We used to play dragon ball gt final bout at my buddy's house and it was a japanese import game and <laughs> modifying a console kids is when you <laughs> yeah it's like you weren't there was only regional systems so you couldn't yeah, play japanese games yeah. and your american yeah system. exactly so you had to trick the system into thinking it was in japan by you know like there was a trick where like you could uh pop a paper clip down into the button to make it think that the uh, that the console the flip up top was closed but it was open and so then you would you would put in what's called a boot disk, which would boot up thinking it's in America. And at a certain point, you you'd pop that disk out, pop in your Japanese game, and the system would would keep going and let you play through the game. See, kids, this is the crazy shit we yeah. had to do to fucking like. You don't even know. See, you don't even know. That's some real nerd shit right there. That's, that's some real nerd shit. That's how desperate we were to play video games yeah. back in the day. Don't get me started on porn. That shit was fucking <laughs> yeah. difficult. Oh, my God. Jerking off two seconds at a time while yeah. it buffered. You just see, like, the one picture. Doot. Yeah. Doot. It's, it's you couldn't like, get anyone go on the phone? It's like everyone. Get off the phone. Like, it's like every one of those heist movies where you're, like, fucking hacking into the system before, like, before the security comes to get you. Like, you, you're trying to see a titty before your mom busts in. Yeah. You just got to fucking, like. I think I see a nipple. Yeah. And yeah. then. You're still you're using the image, but you're still using your imagination. So it's yeah, exactly. Like, imagination is what we had to use when we didn't get access to right. porn. That's, that's <laughs> I used to I used to like I used to print out. This is this is when I, I don't know how old I was, like 12, 13. I used to print out like fan fiction on on computer paper, and I'd be like, I'll just save this for later when I want to jerk off by myself. It was sad times. Or the good times. I uh, mean, it was it was fine. I have a better imagination, and I really love reading now. There you go. See, <laughs> porn makes used to make you read. Not so it's much. It's the reason. Know. It's the reason why we have like DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Crazy how much porn affects the world. Anytime we create something that's either no, I'll say anytime we create something that's uh, about communication, like getting information back and forth, we find a way. How can we jerk off to it? Right. Every hundred percent for sure. Writing letters. Fucking people were yeah. Sinners. Back in the Civil War, they were like, you know, my heart doffs, you know. Oh yeah, my whispering for you. And some dude in the, some dude in the South just like, oh, Sally me. Yeah, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it's crazy. Tele- telegraphs, same thing. <laughs> oh, beep! I want to stop. I want to tear off all my clothes. Stop! I wish you were here right now. Stop! Oh my God, it's getting good. Oh yeah. <laughs> Morse code, absolutely. Yeah. 
All right. Well, with, with that, I guess we'll take a break <laughs> and uh, get a brief word from our sponsors. When we come back, uh, we're going to be talking about The Matrix Resurrections. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Okay, first, foremost, let's do our spoiler-free review. Should people watch Matrix Resurrections? Yeah. <laughs> Producer yeah. Rick is right. It stinks. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's a quote. What's it? What was that fucking cartoon? It stinks. Yeah. It stinks. What the fuck was that cartoon? I don't even remember. But, uh, yeah, I was very disappointed in it. Um, it's... It, I had high hopes for it. I love the Matrix movies. I love Keanu Reeves. And I, yeah, I like I love Keanu Reeves too. I, like I like I liked all three of the original movies too. Like I know th- I know the second two were not as good as the first one. I realized that. The last one had a bad ending, but I enjoyed all of them. I didn't mind the ending. I, I thought it was interesting. But you know, the action, the special effects, the weird the special weird effects lore. on the second one were good for its time. First time, yeah. But not so much anymore. But um, the first one revolution revolutionized cinema. Oh yeah, hundred. It didn't. It didn't and use I mean, that much CG in, in it. It in, was in a, a lot of practical effects. Yeah, that's true. In a way, so did the second one. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we see now that we take for granted that was pioneered in the second one. Yeah, the car chase that they did. Uh, oh the. The car chase in part two was amazing. Was fucking amazing. That was shot in Oakland, right? They did like a big ass loop. I uh, believe the freeway. so. Yeah, they like built the freeway or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this movie was none of that, um, and it it was a very very disappointing. Um, you know, if you got HBO Max, you know, and you've got time to kill, go ahead and check it out just to see what we mean. Um, I want you to check it out so then you can tell us. Yeah, how it. right we were. Um, <laughs> Which is what happened last week is Cody watched it, and I was like, dude, tell me about it because I'm going to watch it, and I don't really care if you ruin it for me. And he's just like, no, I just need to it's, watch it. It's, I just, I'm a big fan of people making their own decisions about movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like me, I loved Man of Steel, the, mo- the Superman movie. People shit on it. That's fine. Like, it's a different movie for different people. That's the one with the actor that everyone forgot about, right? What? That, no, that's Henry Cavill. Oh, no, the, no. I'm thinking about the, the one The Witcher, before. season two, the out right now. Check it out. For him. Brandon Routh. Was that his name? Yeah. That that, sh- he's He now plays the Atom in, in Legends of yes. Tomorrow, the yes. DC show. That, so he plays it. two characters in the DC universe because he also played Superman in the crossover Arrowverse event. He came back as his Superman from Superman yeah. Returns. That Superman Kevin Spacey ruined played, his career. <laughs> Kevin Spacey played Lex Luthor. And then yes. he molested kids or whatever. 
Not in the movie, just in real life. Just in real life, yeah. Which some would argue is worse. <laughs> I think most <laughs> would argue that's worse, <laughs> wouldn't you say, Christian? Um, but yeah, uh, back to the Matrix. Just it it fell far short of expectations. Um, super disappointment. I mean, I just it's not very often. Like I can I can leave a movie that was not very good and be like, well, at least it was fun. You know what I mean? You know, like. Like the uh, Black Widow, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of the movie, but it was fun. It, it was, was fun, entertaining. Like, there was good parts of it. Like, you can recognize the good qualities of it. You know what I, I mean? I enjoyed it, and, you know, we've said it multiple times. It was, for me, just Taskmaster. Right. Taskmaster would right, right, right. movie. Yeah, and the timing of it, you know. There, there was things wrong with it. But, um, you know, even though it wasn't our favorite movie, we still had a good time. Like, the last Star Wars movie, uh, Last Jedi or, or Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I was, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's still Star Wars. I still loved it, you know? Like, I still enjoyed going and see it in the movie theaters, right? There's still moments that I was really happy about. This movie is not like that. I got to the end of the movie, and I was just like, what the fuck yeah. was that? Yeah, that was pretty much all, all of the movie, but yeah, yeah, particularly towards the end. But we're going to get into it now, right? Yeah, exactly. So, fair warning, now we're going to go into... <laughs> spoiler territory so if you haven't seen matrix resurrections pause it don't watch it and then come back and listen to us so i have a theory okay a lot of you guys are gonna have a knee-jerk reaction at the beginning just hear me out okay. hear me out before you judge me so i think a lot of like the the first one was fucking great it was an amazing yep. fucking movie it was super creative and i think art sometimes comes from a tortured place yep tortured artists like comedians they're fucked up people. They're, Funny, they're tortured. Yeah, funniest ones have the worst lives. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one, you know, one example is Kevin Smith when he did Chasing Amy. It was fucking great. He was a tortured guy. He was broke. You know, so he, he created yeah. greatness from being tortured. And now, now that now that he's rich and well off, he can't I, write shit. He can't so. do shit. Yeah, <laughs> he just cries at YouTube videos and fucking from makes watching, terrible shows from watching commercials. But. Uh, <laughs> So that being he cries said, so much, like it's because he's high. But <laughs> yeah, I guess. But now that being said, I think when Wachowski, when she was a he, was tortured. Yeah, there was some pain. Both of them. Did they both? I, they I thought both, they, they both. both they both transitioned. Okay, yeah. I thought they both. So both of them were tortured. Both of them were not being their authentic selves. Yeah, and it was terrible for them. But I think now they they well, transitioned. There's a lot of people saying that the first three movies are about transition there you go yeah I, yeah that's like some subtext in there Thank i you can for, see that but now that they've transitioned and they're happy living you yeah, know they're happy bad, lives. bad movies bad movies. one of them didn't even come back to make this yeah they're like ah, i'm good well, she was smart <laughs> enough to be like no thanks yeah. um that was but uh, that's my theory lily, lily wachowski did not come back lana uh directed this one wrote and directed this that one. she's happy and she couldn't write a good couldn't write shit couldn't write shit yeah and that's my log argument of pointing out without saying no actually for people who <laughs> that's was, christian's anti-trans <laughs> <No. rant. laughs> and anyone who's listening to this and thinks that women can't direct you're sexist i didn't say that i yeah. just said that not great art comes from pain so what you're not saying what you're, you're not saying that once she became a woman she lost the ability to direct i didn't say that if you thought that, that's your problem. That's, that's on you. No, uh, but but in all seriousness, I think that one of the things this movie suffers from is the first trilogy was a complete story. Yes. It was 
like the first movie even was like a stand it was only designed to be a standalone movie and then it became this like huge huge success and like they're like okay we need to make more of this so they expanded on the lore and the war of the machines and all that stuff um but goddamn, there's there's so many problems with the movie. So let's let's go over the plot a little bit. Um, so we guessed uh, long before this came out. Like one of my predictions, um, um, or maybe it was Fabienne's, or I don't know. Um, w- one of our predictions was that Neo was going to be like playing Keanu Reeves essentially as a movie star in the in the Matrix movie in the new Matrix, okay. right? So like. Like the re- the reason why he kind of remembers the Matrix is because he is essentially Keanu Reeves, the actor who played Neo in the Matrix. Um, um, that was one of my theories where I was like, I think that's kind of how they're going. We weren't far off. He in the movie he is like a video game designer, uh, developer who created a series of video games um, called The Matrix, which essentially that's what the first three movies were supposed to be. It was so, his game that he made. That was the game that he made. But we should backtrack a little. <clears throat> you know, the reason why they made the, the Matrix made him think that he made these games was because they brought him back to life. He was dead. They brought back him and right. Trinity. And that was, from the beginning, one of the hardest pills for me to swallow. I was like, why would they— Was run- it a blue pill or a red pill? Either sure. fucking—both of them at the same time. Ooh. Now, uh, like, why would they bring him back? They don't go into why. They they just say like oh they brought them back and stuck them in the machine and then they I found think he out said that they it, I think the analyst guy said they wanted to like study them or something but then they found out that having the two of them close to each other creates better human batteries which they don't like that's the extent of what they said right I think that <clears throat> that's a huge problem in this movie in general is there's a lot of info dumping um, like exposition which is like it's a it's used in really like bad like tv and movies like the most common example is like spock in uh in the original star trek series he's like he'd be like but captain that's you know that's uh sodium and water sodium being the composition of salt when mixed with water produces an explosion reaction you're like oh thanks spock for explaining that all for us (laughs) The dumb audience who doesn't know what's going on. Like, there's a lot of that in this movie where they're like shooting rapid fire, shooting out like <clears throat> why the robots are doing this, why you know what happened to Zion, what happened to Morpheus. You know, everything's being spit out in these long, like monologues, and some of the most interesting information from the movie is in those little things, and they never expand on. No, yeah. not at all. And then, yeah, and so uh, Neo and Trinity are in in new, you know, battery pods in the machine world because they're helping make, there was like a machine civil war. Which to me, <coughs> as soon as they mentioned that part, the yeah. machine civil war, I'm like, that would have been a great movie. Like the fact that when Neo died and he released some of the humans, yeah. some of the programs were like, you know what? Maybe he was right, and they sided with Neo, and they fought against each other. I'm like, that would have been a great premise. Well, for there movie. was also a shortage of power because they they had freed so many humans or something, and so um, they were fighting over power. Like they were, they were like battery hoarding. 
I like to imagine it was like Mad Max, except instead of like water and gas, it was human batteries. Or us and toilet paper. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> us and toilet paper at the beginning of COVID. No, but to me, I was like, that would have been a great movie. Like, had they just had what the title was hinting, <coughs> Resurrection, Neo had just gone full cycle back to like a new body. Yeah. And like he, like the robots joined on his side. So not only would it be Neo, but Neo with programs helping him fight the rest of the matrix right. to me that would have been a great fucking what movie. i was hoping is because in the first movie they're, they're talking about the prophecy of the one and how the one is like an anomaly born of the matrix right yep so i thought it would be cool is if you know neo's code was so strong that even after his body died in the third movie he was re he reconstitutes himself like dr manhattan style okay in the matrix you know what i mean and then now he's you know, I don't know, trying trying to figure out if is he alive, is he not, is he a machine, is he a human, like or not even that, like, like you have that those identity problems going on in Like you know? or or with that, you know, he's hopping along different bodies. Like he's just trying to figure right. out okay. Like an I, agent. Yeah, like am I a human or right. am I a program? You know, because I was human at one point and now I'm not. Right. That would have been fucking cool. Yeah. Cool, interesting idea. Um there's a lot of those interesting ideas that they like that pop up in this movie, but nothing ever happens. So let's talk about Morpheus, right? So Thomas Anderson, the the video game developer, he has this feeling that like something is not right in his life. Like he's absorbed in the, his old game, The Matrix, and he just like it feels so real to him. He doesn't know what's real and what's not. So he starts cr- playing around with this modal program that create that he creates where he essentially programs a new version of Morpheus into the program. Well, he kind of he kind of slams Morpheus and Agent Smith together. Right. When he's coding them, he creates uh, a new person ha- that has code from an agent and code from Morpheus and creates them into one person. And this is played out in the opening scene from the first Matrix, which we see at the opening of this movie. You see Trinity in the room with the phone and then all the agents bust in and stuff so the vibe that i kind of got from that scene was that basically they stole the idea from dr strange in um what was it the infinity war where like this scene is just playing over and over and over and over right. and over again until that morpheus figures out a way of getting out but right. what i don't understand is when they had uh what was it uh bunny or what was that bugs name? bugs and i her uh operator watching this scenario but why like, I thought right. that was weird. Like, they didn't really go into it. They were just lucky enough to be watching the game within the game and then piecing together something's not right. Yeah, well, well, one thing, too, is in that first scene, so it's essentially the first opening scene of the original Matrix. So if you guys remember, Trinity's in a room. She picks up a phone call and was like, oh, they're coming for you or whatever, right? And, and um, a bunch of people bust in. She starts punching them and stuff. She does the crazy floating kick that they zoom around and stuff. Um, and then, you know, she runs away and agents chase after her and all that kind of stuff, right? So that's the opening scene. In this one, they do the same exact thing, but with a different actress. Yes. Who looks kind of like Carrie Ann Moss. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, what's this all about? Is this a flashback or what? And then, yeah, we see... We see Bugs, who's kind of in the background watching it. She's like, "What is this? Pro- you know, this modal? I don't know what a modal is. I'm not that techie." But like, <laughs> I thought what? it was mogul for a long time. Mogul. It's a modal. What? What is this modal that we're watching? You know, what? Some, something feels wrong. And 
you come to find out that one of the agents who is chasing down Trinity in this played out scene from the first movie is Morpheus. And he like he grabs her and pulls her into one of those like hidden doorways from the Keymaster or whatever from the mm-hmm. mo- second movie, third movie. Second. Um, and he's like, you know, I, I I thought I'd find you here. There's no one ever in the key shop, you know, because the Keymaster is gone, right? He died in the third, second movie or whatever. Um, and so he realized he realizes something was wrong. So they rescue that program, the new Morpheus, out of that re- modal program and into the regular Matrix. Okay, so that's a really convoluted opening scene, but here's the thing is like they never explore anything. So we have Morpheus, who's new Morpheus. That's how they explain having a new actor. And right. I and I get it, like it's fine. Like some of the stuff they wanted him to do, Lawrence Fishburne probably couldn't do anymore cuz he's old. They're all old. Um, but he's a program that's half Morpheus and half agent. But n- nowhere in the rest of this movie does he ever do anything agent related. No. He doesn't do the blurry motion. He doesn't do the like super punches and stuff like that. No. He doesn't morph from one body to another body to another body. Like that entire premise was forgotten about for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he was just Morpheus after. He was just Morpheus and not even a good version of Morpheus because he gets his <laughs> shit pushed in by Agent Smith like constantly. Um, and he's like, and like he uh, makes fun of the Morpheus lines from the beginning from the first movie. That was one thing that really bugged me. Like we haven't gotten into it, but like I get the nostalgia is very powerful and it pulls people in, but how much that they just showed of the original movie or slash the game, it was literally playing in the background as they redid the exact same scene. It was so unnecessary. It was just pretty cringy, really. Oh, we get it. You're meta. Oh, so cool. Yeah, it was just, it was so Oh, bad. you think you're so smart. It's like, like, like one scene would have been enough to be like, oh, shit, I get it. The original movies we saw were just a video game. Like, no, see, look, this is the scene when we're doing the scene again. I'm like, I get it. And on top of this that. This has been 45 minutes of this. Right. Yeah. And on top of that, like when they're. When basically they tell Neo, hey, we're going to make a new trilogy. And Neo's like, I don't know. The first one was pretty good. They were like, well. Warner Brothers is going to do it with or without us. Which is like, okay, man. Uh, I get it. Like, it's a fucking. I get it, Lana. You didn't really want to do this, but they waved money in front of you. And you did it. You did. Yeah. It was just weird for me to shit on the studio, shit on the idea of the, of the movie slash game. But yet you did it. It's yeah. not like, I don't know just beat us with a stick about how you sold out. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't like resolve you. You know, you still fucking did it. But like the other, the, <laughs> the other thing that bugged me is like when they're making the new game, they're repeating the same lines. Like what made the matrix so great? Right. It fucked with your mind. And they do that like four or five times right. where they're trying to, to show, show how, how people in this matrix are kind of trapped in a loop. That's Which, why, Neo's on a treadmill, right? You're literally walking, going nowhere. And that would have been enough. That right. would have been enough. But the like si- the symbolism's there. We don't need 20 minute montage of the same fucking thing yeah. of him taking the blue pill. It's like, dude, you're burning I get screen it. time where yeah. you could have been doing something else. Um, there's uh, also one thing that really bothered me in this um, was the fact that the in the movie or in the game studio, they. They say, like, oh, we need bullet time. We need bu- – what's the next bullet time? And then when it's revealed that Neil Patrick Harris's character, the analyst, who is, like, the one of the big bads of this movie, 
he's like, oh, it was it was your idea, bullet time. You know, that's where I got the idea to slow down time and stuff. With the cat. It was the cat deja vu that, that actually helped him do it. Yeah, exactly. And so that's like that's like his new scary power is he can freeze everybody and like while bullets are flying. And it's not like it's not like in the first Matrix where it's slow and you see him like dodge past or whatever. But like it seems like they forgot that bullet time is not what happened in the first movie. Neo is moving so fast that he's dodging these bullets in real time. We're seeing bully, bullet time as the audience. Yeah. So we're not slowing down time. And and first of all, Neo didn't invent that. The agents did. Yeah. Remember how you shoot they, an agent and, and they, 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 they blur did. out of the way? The big deal was that he was, as a human, was able to do it. His brain was yeah. so fast that he can... He was, he was as fast as a It's computer. like they forgot to watch their own fucking movie. I'm so mad. Um, here's some big ideas. I wrote down. I've, I've Look at all these no, I notes, see the notes. notes that I say. Okay, so here's a bunch of big ideas left on the table that were mentioned but never touched on again. Okay? Machines working with the humans, right? I, I love that idea. I, I love really- that idea, too. Uh, I, also, I did not like how they they had to make all of the machines working with humans like cute and they have cool names and stuff <laughs> there's like the little one who just i guess yeah and high fives the guy dude well, get, get that michael bass shit out of here <laughs> i like i did i'm not gonna lie i did like the little robot what was it lord bebe or it was something <laughs> yeah they had stupid names loro bebe or yeah, something like it was like lord bebe i was like all right that's kind of cool i, I like mean it. i mean it's a cool idea it's just like one's like a fucking manta ray that flies through the thing and turns invisible i'm like Oh, cool. What about the fucking squids that have tentacle claws and stuff? They don't give those the power to turn invisible. They nope. give this obvious traitor the ability <laughs> to turn invisible. Cool machines. Um, Agent Smith's connection to Neo. So now we do get a recast Agent Smith in this, right? I think that guy did a good job of kind of being the Agent Smith, yeah. right? Yeah, you he know? did a cool job. But there's no explanation to... Yeah, yeah I do want to say he had a very interesting calming yet could be scary voice it was right like, it was very it was a very like chill voice but it was also some threatening like right right exactly like when you're sitting down with your boss who's like really ripping into you but yeah trying to be nice it was it was a different take for you know versus uh agent smith hugo the original, Weavings, yeah. yeah hugo we where it was it was slow and it felt robotic but it also still felt like a threat oh but but hugo weaving had the one remember when he was talking about it's the one thing about you humans that I just can't get over. It's the smell. Yeah. You know, and he's like like getting the sweat off of fucking Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love that scene. God damn. Yeah, I think he smells it himself. Yeah. Maybe. But um the uh yeah, Agent Smith's connection to Neo. Like he literally saves Neo in the end for no reason. I, I didn't get that at all. Like I didn't get it at all. He said he wanted to get the analyst, and he said that they were connected. And he could break the analyst's power. Yeah. And but then Neo couldn't. And then that was it. And that was it. Like, didn't explain why. Didn't explain he up- anything. Didn't explain why he got rebuilt in this matrix. Like, why is he there? The analysts rebuilt everything. Well, I they mean, wanted Neo and they wanted Trinity because of their love power, making batteries better. They kind of touched on it where they said uh, he was the flip side of Neo. You know, when you have a Neo, you have to have the opposite side. I guess the yang guess. to the yang. Yeah. But it didn't. Why would a computer care about why, that? Shit? Yeah. Why would they compare care about that? Um Neo and Trinity's connection affecting um, like the real world. Like, so Neo in the third movie, he actually affects machines in the real world, right? He stops the machines. 
and um, in real life, not just in the Matrix. And then now Trinity and Neo's love or connection affect the real world yeah. too by making more batteries. Like, why does that? Why does that happen? They never explored it at all. They're just like, oh, their love makes things so much better. You know, they could have what they could have done right. was to say, oh. We saw how much their longing, like them needing to be together but keeping them separate, created more energy. And now we're doing this to all the humans where, like, there's something that they want that they cannot achieve right. for some reason. And that created – we learned that from them, and now we're applying it to all humans. That would have made sense. Right. But it would have made a much more, like, evil plan. They're specifically keeping us from happiness. Because, because it creates it, more energy. Yeah, because strife creates more energy. But they, they didn't, didn't fucking – They didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, people not wanting to escape the matrix. They put that in there a couple times. They said that they're like, yeah, people, you know, we're getting less and less people getting pulled out every year. You know, you know they say that that's interesting. It was interesting. And it wasn't the movie that explained that. And it, 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 it didn't make that to me interesting. It was the video I had sent you. What was it? Uh, Oh, uh, screen crush screen crush. Yeah. Which that guy, Ooh, right you want to hire someone to sell a fucking movie that sucked? This guy, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if he was a shill for fucking Warner Brothers. I but think like, I think that that channel just is overly popular or positive on a lot of stuff. But um, he, I was just like, okay, you are reading way more into what I think you know she meant to put in the movie. Right. Like, but uh, he's good at bullshit. And I'll give it to him. Yeah. They also they also mentioned that Bugs has similar brain patterns to Trinity, so that they were going to they were going to use her to trick the thing into thinking. The Trinity was still plugged in while they hacked her and bypassed Which would have been interesting. Why is why does she have a similar brain pattern? Is she Trinity reborn in the Matrix? L let's explore that. No, they're like, they nah. She has short hair and she's a woman, so <laughs> let sh she's she's a new Trinity. Which it would have been interesting, like on screen, to show that Bugs was willing. Okay, in order to save humanity, I'm going to sacrifice myself to get Trinity out. There is no sacrifice at all. No, I don't think movie. anyone in the crew died. No, nobody. And that remember. <laughs> In like the first, the like, first one, everyone died. Not like this. Yeah, that, it was that sad. moment. I was like, oh, I can't name all those people, but you know that like the one of the operator guys who was like uh, the dozer. Dozer. I, I remember it was like dozer or the other guy. It wasn't gozer because it was like dozer and bull or I don't know. It was something stupid. But one of them dies, you know, and the other guy like barely makes it out. Yeah. And he he has to he has to kill Cipher. Yeah. Um. Then he they unjack those other two people, and they like you see them like fall dead and they dude like half the crew dies in the first movie. Yeah. There's like stakes to it. No one dies in this movie. <laughs> Everyone's terrible at shooting. Uh, Neo doesn't even use a gun in this movie. Neo barely fights. Yeah. I don't understand why Keanu Reeves is good at stunts. And if I mean I know some people were like, oh, dude, he's older. John fucking Wick, he's doing most of that stuff. Right. So even well, as an older so, dude, he's still. Yeah. So John Wick too, you know, he does. He doesn't do a lot of kung fu type stuff. He does some like hand to hand stuff, but he does a lot of shooting combat. Yeah. Neo doesn't use a gun once in this movie. If you rewatch it, he does not shoot a bullet. He barely throws a punch. But yeah, and he I does guess, a lot of force pushing. Which I don't fucking get. That is that a new power? Because I don't remember that from the original. Well, it's like in the in the original, he stops he bullets. Stops bullets. So they're just like, well, what if you could do that a bunch? It would be like, boop, 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 boop. But here's the thing. Like, I understand from – sorry, I had to burp. From a uh, practical standpoint, Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, they're in their 50s now, okay? Like, I understand that. You can't get the same amount of action kung fu energy out of 
Keanu Reeves. But that's okay because Keanu Reeves is the one, right? So his powers, it, once he wakes up from the Matrix, he should gain, regain his powers and advance them. The more he believes that he's the one, right? So they could use that to their advantage rather than just having him force push a thousand bullets, which is so stupid. Um, and sometimes it works and sometimes it's hard for him and sometimes it's not, you know, whatever. Um, like, why not have that bleed over into the, like, the fight scenes? Instead of him actually having to fight, like, agents and stuff, what if he fucking, like, teleports around? Like, he, he like, deconstructs himself and reconstructs himself around the fight scene and is hardly having to block at all, like, Goku status. Yeah, you know or what I mean? even force block punches, like, yeah. just... Like, bop, bop. Like, doesn't even have to come near him. Like, just, like, here. He's just stopping every, like, hit before Yeah, exactly. Just, like, holding his hands up like this. And just, like, you see his hands blurring. Use special effects to your advantage. <laughs> rather than, like, put this 50-year-old man on a wire and have him, like, <laughs> do, like, a cartwheel around a, a, a corner. It looks so bad. Yeah. And and I, I think, you know, the original fight choreographer for The Matrix, I think, died. Um so they didn't have him, but like they obviously didn't have any good replacement for this one, because you know even if it's, even if they put some time into it, like I'm sure they could have gotten better than what they did, but like, they should have ramped up his the one powers even more, like, the whole point of the one is that he realizes that there is no spoon, right? There is no matrix. Anything is possible in here because it's all fake that was like the idea of one of the of the first movie so why is he limited to like just force pushing bullets well that was that was the other nothing thing. advanced nothing advanced he couldn't and he couldn't fly he couldn't fly which i thought was fucking weird because he has the force push and like he and they, maybe they could have said like oh he's still like relearning his powers or something but then at the end at the end we get trinity that's flying. Yeah, they both jump off a building together, um, and then he can't fly, but Trinity can. She can. Why? Him. I, I maybe I missed something. Yeah. Uh, did, maybe you got it. I don't so know. So the, the the nearest I can tell is that the old Matrix birthed Neo as the one because he was the um, what do you call it? anomaly in he the was code, the anomaly. Really, right? This new Matrix is built around the two of them's connection. So I can kind of see a yin and a yang. Okay. But that doesn't explain why Keanu couldn't fly and she could. And then at the end, he could again. Then he, at the end, he could again. <laughs> I was, don't know. The, the idea of the one is like once you once – you, remember when he starts fighting the agent and Morpheus is like, he's what's happening? He's like, he's beginning to believe. Yeah. And he starts fucking owning and just like, you know, blocking blocking bullets with like just one hand and shoulder. Yeah. Like, that's how the one is supposed to be. So if he knows that the whole matrix was real, it stands to account that all of his one powers would immediately come back. Right. And if you want to give those to Carrie Ann Moss, too, fine. That's fine. I think that Trinity was a strong enough character without them to to exist in another movie. Um, I don't think you needed to power her up to be like Neo to make her relevant. Um, but I yeah, mean, like, like the car scene or the motorcycle scene in, in the second movie. Oh like, my God. So good. And, and the, a lot of that was, and like this one her. was shitty. They went around the same two blocks in San Francisco, 
force you know, pushing these force bots. pushing CB, CG you know zombies away. They were bots, but then yeah. there were zombies. Yeah, exactly. Swarm mode. Um, what other things did I write on here? Um, there's no like there is no spoon moment, you know, where he where he like kind of wakes up and realizes something big about himself about the world like that doesn't really exist. Oh, I thought this would be um, an interesting way to fix uh, the Matrix too. So, um, two things. Uh, I talked about a little bit about like how to change the fight scenes, where to make Keanu's one powers more relevant. Like ha- either having him like teleport around or like blinking into and out of existence, because like in the Matrix, he's just a bunch of code. He can reinsert that code in anywhere he wants. So that would be a cool visual effect. To have him blink around and not have to have Keanu Reeves jumping around on wires. Also, rather than stopping or force pushing bullets, which is stupid, um, and we've seen before, like we've seen, like when he first stopped bullets in the Matrix One, that was amazing. We're like, holy shit! But now we've seen so much of that. Let's do something new and let's have him like instead of stopping them, let's have him just like, like tear tear them down by like lines of code the bullets actually like are torn down by a molecular level you know so it's just like you just see puffs of smoke and nothing actually hits them and then the gun then the guns crumble into nothing and they're like what the fuck and even the agents start like you know falling like that would be cool having him remake the matrix in his own image like the way he wants it what's they they kind of said at the end like oh we can remake this place the way we want it yeah but don't tell (laughs) us show us that's what movies are for right um, and then also that first scene where we re see the matrix and it's, it's like some other actress playing Trinity, what they should have done, I think would have been more interesting is actually have the first scene of the original Just matrix play, out, yeah. play it out, but digitally insert new Morpheus into it. Cause they've done that. Like look at fucking Forrest Gump, which is long as time ago. Yeah. yeah and it looks bad. It if looks- you rewatch it in like Blu-ray, does it look bad? I got to rewatch their, it. Their lips look fucking stupid. <laughs> like JFK is talking to him. Um, but the technology now is so much better. Um, insert Morpheus into the background and bugs into the background and then have them join up off, off to the side. I think that would have been a much more effective thing than rather than like, who's this lady pretending to be Trinity, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's just, it was so bad. So bad. So bad. Um, you know, it's just. I just don't. I don't even know if they're gonna do another one. Like they left it like wide open. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna remake this world, and now they're more powerful than the analyst, and they're like torturing him. But he's like a computer program, so who cares? Um, I just also it was interesting how sexist a computer program can be. Like you're gonna shut your woman up? It's like, dude. Like, first off, this is way in the future. Second off. Yeah. These these programs don't. Second really, off, you're a robot. Yeah. There is no gender. Yeah, I thought that was fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they just needed to have a reason for me for him to be hateable or whatever. Yeah, it was just it just missed on everything. Like, what do you want from the Matrix? You want like a cool, interesting concept and idea? You don't. You have that. You know. Oh, you know. This is so meta because now we're making a, a we're making a sequel, but in the movie they're making a sequel of the same thing that we're making a sequel of. Like, who gives a shit? The okay. mental masturbation was just... Uh, oh, my God. It was so much. And then um, and then there's no, like... There's no, like, oh, my God. Like, the whole, you know, 
it, it it would be more interesting if there was a revelation that the machines are more like us and we're like them and so now we can work together and that's like this weird moment if if him and morpheus like the the whole plot point revolved around him not trusting a machine not trusting a program because yeah. of his history and he rightfully shouldn't because of what he had to deal with in the past but then by working together they become a team that is more powerful than the architects of the matrix like that's an interesting movie or, or if they're and working together would have led to the robot revolution like that right. would have been leading to this robot civil war and freeing humanity then the message of the movie is hey even though you have differences and this might have been your enemy at one point by understanding how you guys are alike you can working together you can achieve great things okay that's like a hallmark card <laughs> but at least it's a message like what is the message of this movie Oh, true love is more powerful than robots. Well, I mean, and even to connect to the original movie where it was, a, was it the allegory of the cave where you don't know what is reality. You mm -hmm. know, your version of reality is now different because you've been enlightened. Where if this is like, well, what is humanity? Like, just because you started off as human, you could still be a prick programmable right. thing. Or in a pro and a programmer or a computer can also learn so much that it, like, the, right. the lines blurs between what is human and or what is consciousness. Like, yeah. that would have been fucking good. Yeah. But there's none of that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was like, the things you look for in the Matrix are, are some interesting things to think about like that. Kick-ass action, right? Producer Rick is over there smiling. I don't know why. But. <laughs> Maybe he started watching it. Kick-ass action, awesome special effects. Okay? That's, that's all we're asking yeah. for. The action in this was terrible. It was pretty bad. It was shot poorly, right? Like, yeah, you know, think about it. It almost parts of it kind of felt like a like the scene with remember with the ooh, did you like the Merovingian cameo? I mean, like it, to be honest, at first I was like, who is that guy? Yeah, and then it was so he said. And it was like, what is he like, saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was shot poorly in that scene. Like they're jumping around, you can't tell who's fighting who. There's no stakes to anything. Nobody dies. The bad guys just run off. You know, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, like um, part of it was shot almost like a straight to even like, the dojo scene. Yeah, like, that was pretty bad. But like a lot the of outside, looked, the outside looked cool, and then you get inside, and it's just like, oh, they're flying around on wires, and then Neo force pushes. Yeah, like what else? Some of the parts look like it was a straight to like TV like stuff. Right. Like I don't know. It looked like yeah, it looked like Netflix quality. You know? No, not even Netflix. Like yeah. like ABC. Oh like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, some of it was bad, but I don't know, man. Uh, it it was just really disappointing. I, I just. I love The Matrix, and I just – I would have rather not had this movie at all, um, which is hard to say. Like, say what you will about, like, say, the Star Wars sequels. I'm, I'm glad they exist. <laughs> like, I, I think I think they're – you know, like, they progress the story, whether or not it's the way that I would have wanted. I'm glad that they're around, you know. They not, not so much this one? Not so much. I wish this never existed. It's so bad. You said there's some people that are uh, actually enjoying it, right? Some people fucking love this movie. I'm curious to what it was. I saw one YouTube video. I can't remember his name. I won't even do it because fuck that guy. <laughs> um, but he said, Matrix Resurrections is the perfect movie. That guy got paid for sure. Dude, I don't know. Like, And it's, it's weird. Like, There's a lot of positive um, reviews out there. And um, there are a lot of negative ones, too. But, like, the positive ones are so ridiculous. 
you're like, oh, nonstop action, uh, the the type of you know uh, thrilling experience we expect from the Matrix. I'm like, what movie did you watch? <laughs> did you watch Spider Man No Way Home instead? Yeah. Did you that's get a, the that's a different from? movie. Did you get the fucking title switched on those, like, dude. Yeah. I I just like the objectively the movie is just bad action it's bad action i mean don't get me wrong i think keanu reeves carrie moss i think they did an excellent job with the script that they were given like they're in it and their connection like i thought they had even better chemistry than they did in the original movie um like in the coffee shop i really like that scene um i think the chick who played bugs who was uh, uh what's her face from iron fist Oh, um, yeah, I was going to say Daredevil, but uh, no, you're right, Iron Fist. Yeah. yeah, 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 Iron Fist and the Defenders. She had the samurai sword. Ooh, I can't think of her name. But anyway, she she's great. I, I think she's an excellent actress. Um, I like the guy who played Morpheus. I thought he did a good Morpheus. And again, the guy who did, um, who was Agent Smith, I can't remember his name. He was from Mindhunter, if you ever watched that show. Yeah, oh, Netflix. yeah, that's right. I knew, I knew I knew him from somewhere. He, he, he did excellent as Agent Smith. But the script was a piece of shit. Yeah. I think the acting was fine, but the script, the direction, and the editing were terrible. Yeah, as much as I love NPH, his lines were fucking terrible. Yeah, I, but he, you know, he's got to read the lines that they wrote. Yeah. You know, uh, that or that she wrote. I guess only. I guess Lana was the only one who wrote. I think she was the only credited writer. I, I don't know. I wasn't paying. As soon as it was over, but, I was just. I don't even know if there was any after credit scenes or. There was. There was. Oh, there was. It was fucking stupid. You know what it was? What? It's all the video game developers talking around like, what is the future of the Matrix? We need to figure out the future of the Matrix. What? One guy's like, I know what it is. What is the internet? Cat videos. What do we make? Cat tricks. And it's the Matrix, <laughs> but with cats. And that's the end of the fucking... That's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, how... How much do you, does Lana Wachowski give, not give a fuck about the Matrix fans to put something like that in there? I yeah. just hope you enjoyed this movie. Fucking cat videos. <laughs> I was. I'm surprised the whole movie wasn't just memes like Spider Man, the three Spider Man yeah. pointing. <laughs> You're Neo. You're Neo. Some shit. <laughs> or just sad Keanu like eating his yeah. sandwich on the bench. God. <laughs> well, we obviously did not like this movie. Let us know what you thought of it. Um, drop it down in the comments. Um, I'll probably put like some really cool, like clickbaity thumbnail on. It's like the Matrix, worst movie ever made? Question mark or then, the best movie ever made? Yeah, definitely. That way we get. That's the way we get both sides. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> uh, but let us know what you thought. We are interested to hear your take. Maybe we missed something, but I can't see how we did. Um, I was just super disappointed. Dude, the fact that I like shitty movies and I can enjoy shitty movies and I didn't enjoy this or I thought it was bad. Just fucking, it tells you something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we do appreciate you guys. Hopefully this podcast is not like that and you guys enjoy this and we still have a clear message of our nerdiness. Um, you can uh, follow us on all the social medias at Nerds with Friends or um, like and subscribe. This video really helps us out just free just click the two little buttons down at the bottom of the video or if you're listening on any of the podcast uh programs make sure you just follow us subscribe to us whatever they ask you to do we do appreciate that you be you can become a patron of the show and help support us by um going to patreon.com slash nerds with friends uh help give us some money help uh buy you know help you know bust us out of the matrix or whatever i couldn't think of a good 
that's that's our soulless cash grab just like the matrix was for fauna wachowski Ooh, got her uh we do appreciate that um and thanks to all the patrons who already support us you guys make this show possible that's why we raise your names up into the heavens Ooh, i should do like a green font for this this time <laughs> and have the code go like yeah i wish i don't know how to do it like that but i can make it green <laughs> hopefully it's green now <laughs> depending how tired cody was when you yeah editing. exactly christian thanks for watching that shitty movie yeah it was pretty bad here's to another exciting year of nerds with friends we do appreciate you guys listening to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone you're with friends uh please don't watch the matrix have a great one guys we'll see you next week Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now